0: Today is the ninth of February, two thousand and twenty. It is Sunday. Today, Sayato will give instructions on how to practice Metta, Metta meditation, cultivating loving kindness to the second group of the sixth annual Metta meditation retreat. Um, good morning to everybody. First of all, Sayadaw will talk about the meaning of metta. And then in the second part, Sayadaw will talk about how to actually cultivate metta, loving-kindness. And then next, Sayadaw will explain to which kind of persons one should uh, cultivate Metta at the beginning of one's practice. So now, Sayadaw will explain the meaning of Metta. Metta, this refers to the quality of the heart and mind of a friend or the mental state, mental attitude of a friend.
1: Uh
0: Out there in the world, you have friends, uh, close friends, people you feel close to. And in regard to these friends, you wish them well, you wish them to be happy, you wish that all aspects of their lives are fulfilled. You wish your friends that they have enough to eat, you wish your friends that they have adequate clothing, you wish your friends that they have a suitable place to stay. And if um, one of your friends is in difficulties, then you would help this friend. Or else, if this friend is sick, does not feel well, then you would help take care of this friend. um... at the time of the Buddha. There lived Anathapindika, a man and another rich man. And they were close friends. And Anathapindika's younger sister um, was married with this uh, friend. And Anathapindika, he was the mountain. Anatapindika. Uh, he was a merchant and so he was engaging in trade and he would send his merchandise to the place where his friend in was living in Razaju. So all the merchandise that Anatab Anatapindika sent to his friend in Razajo, Raza so his friend then would sell all this merchandise. Vice versa, the rich man, the friend in Rasacho, would send uh, merchandise from his place to the place where Anatapindika was living. And likewise, Anatapindika then would sell. That merchandise where he was living. It's difficult to understand from Zayado's microphone. So, who Welcome to another So, his, his friend in Rasacho, um, when Anatapindika would travel to his friend in Rasacho, Then his friend would welcome him already like three or four miles um, before the town. So, in this way, these two men were really good friends, close friends. So these two friends had a good, or the, her, their mental attitude was really the attitude of good friends. And likewise, the attitude of Metta is that one wishes others To be well in all regards. The attitude of Metta is wishing that all beings um, are happy and well, that all aspects of their life are fulfilled. And likewise, the attitude of Metta is to wish that all beings have enough to eat, have enough and adequate clothing, have a suitable place to stay. One wish is also that all beings be healthy and well. Uh, Regarding their body, one wishes that they are happy and peaceful. One wishes that all beings be free from danger and harm.
1: One wishes that all beings
0: be free from mental suffering such as worry distress and so on so this is the attitude of metta or the meaning of metta what we call metta bhavana Or the meditation on loving kindness is to repeatedly cultivate and strengthen this metta attitude. When we engage in the metta meditation practice, there are two ways of engaging in it. The first way or the first method is to cultivate metta, loving-kindness, just for the sake of cultivating, strengthening this uh, state of the heart and mind, and also to cultivate a wholesome mental state. And then the second way, or the second method, is to cultivate metta in order to attain deep concentration, which means to attain the jhanas, absorptions. Now Sayato will say some words on the first method of cultivating metta, namely just to cultivate metta also as a way to cultivate a wholesome mental state. Uh Cultivating metta in this first way or first method is just cultivating metta, for example, by reciting uh, some metta phrases aloud or silently, and one can do that when one is going from one place to another or while um, engaging in some activities. So, by simply cultivating this wholesome mental state, one cultivates metta and also a wholesome mental state at the same time. or else if one uh, travels uh, somewhere, then while traveling one can cultivate metta, or when one meets somebody or is going to meet somebody one can cultivate metta for that person, or else if one sees animals, one can cultivate metta for the animals or when one sees another person, living being, or when one hears another uh, living being, one can cultivate metta for that person or being. So in this way, uh, occupying our mind with the cultivation of metta, and at the same time the mind is in, in a wholesome state. This is the first way, or the first method of cultivating metta <laughs> when we cultivate metta in this way, this first method, then there are no special points that we need to be careful of, which means we can cultivate metta for any person or any being, so there is no restriction on for whom we should start to cultivate metta for, or we do not pay attention to for whom we should not, first of all, cultivate metta. We do not need to know for whom we should not cultivate metta for at the outset. So there is no, there are no limits, no restrictions. Whoever pops up in our mind, whoever we meet, see, hear, etc., we simply can cultivate metta for that person, for that living being. So one can cultivate metta for any person, for any being, and one also can cultivate it for any period of time. Now Sayadaw will explain how to practice metta in order to attain the jhanas, the absorptions. (laughs) So when we are about to cultivate metta for In order to attain the jhanas, absorptions. So, first of all, it is said one should clean one's body, take a shower, and wear clean clothes. And we also should stay in a quiet place. So staying in a quiet place is a place like in the forest, can also be in town where it is quiet. It should be a place with not much activity, with not so many people being busy. So one should choose a quiet uh, place. After that, one should take up either the eight precepts or the nine precepts. After that, one can start with the cultivation of metta and one should choose a language that one is familiar with, that one
1: understands well.
0: Because only when we do the cultivation of loving-kindness in a language that we understand well, that we are familiar with, will there be really interest in the practice and only when there is interest will the quality of meta arise, become stronger, and it also helps with, for deepening the concentration. If one uh, recites the meta wishes in a language one does not understand then that will then it will take a long time to deepen one's concentration and the words the sentences that we use for the cultivation of meta they should be short, a few words, one should not have a long sentence with many words. If one takes a sentence with many words, a long sentence, so then it will be more difficult to really... Uh, come in contact with the metta, the quality of loving-kindness, and the deepening of the concentration is also slower. If the sentence <laughs> for the cultivation of metta is short, with a few words, this will help to tap into the quality of metta more quickly, and also concentration will develop more quickly. And when we cultivate metta, one should not do it lightly and superficially, but one should do it diligently and
1: wholeheartedly
0: if we do the practice lightly and superficially then the concentration will not develop only when we do the practice diligently wholeheartedly then The concentration based on metta will deepen. And when we cultivate the metta for a person, we really must wish this person to be healthy, to be happy and peaceful. So when we wish, may so-and-so this person be well, this refers to the physical well-being of that person. So we should really wish this person to be free from sickness, disease, Wish that this person feels uh, healthy, and when we wish that this person be happy and peaceful, with this river. We refer to the mental well-being, so that this person uh, may be free from any defilements, kilesa, that this person be free from worries, sorries, and other mental distress. so we can cultivate metta in the sitting sitting posture we can we can cultivate it in the walking we can cultivate it while lying down and we also can cultivate it during all the general activities such as brushing your teeth taking a shower eating dressing and so on So the practice of metta meditation can be done in all the four postures, which are sitting, walking, standing, and lying down. So in regard to the time when we should, can, practice metta-meditation. Basically, it's during all the waking hours one should engage in the metta practice. And one can cultivate it for all living beings without making any distinctions without making or putting beings in any groups.
1: <coughs> <coughs>
0: and then we also can specify uh, person's beings So, beginning with ourselves, we can cultivate metta for us with the words, with the wish, may I be well, happy, and peaceful. May I be well, happy, and peaceful. So, this is enough. So when we cultivate meta for ourselves, first of all, we should focus our mind on ourselves, have a felt sense of ourselves, and then begin with the cultivation of loving kindness. May I be well, happy, and peaceful. May I be well, happy, and peaceful repeatedly doing this. It doesn't matter whether you have a mental image of yourself or not. That's not the main point. Or else, when we choose a teacher as the object of our metta meditation, then we direct the mind towards that teacher to have an idea of who this person is. And then we cultivate the metta with the wish may my teacher be well, happy, and peaceful. May my teacher be well, happy, and peaceful. So when we cultivate metta for the teacher, just inclining the mind towards the teacher, directing our focus towards the teacher, and then cultivate the wish for this teacher to be well, happy, and peaceful. So to really wish this teacher to be healthy and happy, peaceful, to cultivate this wish in ourselves that it becomes strong and powerful. And again, it may happen that the mental image of the teacher pops up in your mind. It may happen that you don't have a mental image of the teacher. It doesn't matter. If it's there, just leave it. If it's not there, no need to try to bring it up. So the main point is not to have a mental image of that person or not to have a mental image, but the main point is really to cultivate the metta in our heart and mind, this well wishing for the teacher to make the meta quality strong in ourselves. And also, for example, radiating metaphor towards a teacher. It's enough just to say, may my teacher, may this teacher be well, happy, and peaceful. There is no need to put the name of the teacher, like choosing Ranjani. Um May Dovi be well, happy, and peaceful, or choosing myself, may Do Arya be well, happy and peaceful. So no need to put in the name. It's enough to say, may my teacher, may this teacher be well, happy and
1: peaceful.
0: Now Sayadaw will explain the sequence of how we do the systematic cultivation of metta. For whom should we start uh, our metta practice? First of all, we should cultivate metta for ourselves. Then the second step is to cultivate metta for a teacher, for a person one respects. Then the third category is to cultivate metta for a close friend, a dear person. The fourth category is to cultivate metta for a neutral person, for a person one neither loves nor hates. The fifth category is cultivating metta for a person one hates, a person one considers to be one's enemy, or a difficult person. A
1: difficult Ooh, wow.
0: So you <clears throat> are more familiar with a difficult person. <laughs> Because in the scriptures, uh, it's not mentioned for a difficult person. In the scriptures, only person one hates or enemies are mentioned. But Sayodo has come to understand that for Western people, one should also say difficult persons. So difficult persons. And then the next step or category is to cultivate meta for all living beings. And so Zayadot will give instructions. Of how to cultivate meta for these different categories. So, for the people who arrived a few days or yesterday for the second meta retreat, so you should start by cultivating metta for yourself and in the first part and the second part to cultivate metta for a teacher. So, cultivating metta for yourself and cultivating metaphor, for a teacher, you should consider or reflect about the good sides of yourself and the teacher, or reflect on the positive aspects of yourself and the teacher. So all people, all living beings, They have their good sides and also their bad sides. They have their positive qualities, they have their negative qualities. When we cultivate metta for a certain person, we should should always just look at the positive side, at the good side of that person. If one looks at the bad side, the bad qualities of that person, then instead of metta, dosa, anger, aversion, will arise, and metta will not uh, arise. But as we want to cultivate metta, strengthen the loving-kindness, we should look at the good side, at the positive qualities of this person. So when we cultivate metta for ourselves, we do it in this way. May I be well, happy and peaceful. May I be well, happy and
1: peaceful and so on.
0: And then when we switch to cultivate metta for the teacher we choose a teacher and then we briefly reflect on the good side on the Good qualities of that teacher, or reflect on the gratitude towards the teacher. can reflect on the fact that this teacher has imparted us knowledge that the teacher has helped us or that the teacher based on his or her compassion and kindness helps and supports other people and beings Amen. also reflecting like the teacher has taken care of myself or helped myself and that's why I feel gratitude towards the teacher. And after having reflected in this way we start cultivating metta for the teacher. May my teacher be well happy, and peaceful, may my teacher be well, happy, and peaceful, and so on. So the new arrived yogis um, cultivate metta for these two persons. So, for example, when you do a sitting meditation of, let's say, one hour, then for the first half an hour, cultivate metta for yourself, and in the second half an hour, cultivate metta for the teacher. Yeah. So when you cultivate metta for yourself and the teacher, you may realize that maybe it's easier to cultivate metta for yourself. In this case, you may spend more time on cultivating metta for yourself and less on the teacher. However, if you realize that cultivating metta for the teacher is better and metta is stronger, then within one sitting you may spend more time on cultivating metta for the teacher. And in the walking meditation it's the same way to do it. So if you do the walking meditation outside of the hall, formal walking meditation. For the first half an hour, cultivate metta for yourself, and then for the second half, cultivate metta for a teacher. Or else, you can use the forest path, walk on the forest path, and when you walk on that path, you can cultivate metta for all living beings.
1: So walking on the forest
0: path, you cultivate metta for all living beings, but when you see a bird or an animal, you may cultivate metta for a few moments for this bird or this animal. Or when you hear a bird, an animal, um, then for a few moments you may cultivate metta for that specific bird or animal. when cultivating metta for all living beings Sayadaw says you can do it first of all all living beings within the meditation center within the monastery compound so may all beings in this compound be well, happy and peaceful and later you may extend it to all living beings anywhere And why should you do the metta for all beings here in the monastery? Saito says, because they want to get your metta. <laughs>
1: <laughs> um, you
0: know, like the dogs, the cats, and so on, they really want the metta of you. <laughs> because then with you meditators being here, um, getting your metta, they are happy. (laughs) But however, do not touch the animals and do not feed them, please. Do not feed them food, but feed them meta because there is one dog if one gets near the dog or touches the dog, this dog may bite because this dog during the past rainy season, when there were Burmese meditators here, this dog had bitten five Burmese meditators.
1: That's,
0: therefore, that's why you please shouldn't touch the dogs. So this is enough. So, um, engage in the practice now as Sayadaw has instructed you. Later on, in the days to come, you will get more and uh, detailed uh, instructions. Now, some more instructions for the old yogis, meaning those who have been here during the first retreat. So I call you the old yogis. Um, You have already practicing metta uh, for uh, an extended period of time. You have also radiated metta in the ten directions. So your metta... Uh, has become already quite strong. So the old yogis, what you should do now is to cultivate metta for yourself and for a teacher and for a friend and for a neutral person. So, in one sit, one sitting meditation, you cultivate metta for yourself, only for the whole sit, let's say one hour or whatever. Then the next time you do sitting meditation, you cultivate metta for the teacher, for the whole sitting. Then the next time you do another sitting meditation, metta for a dear friend, for the whole sit. And the next sitting meditation, and then metta for a neutral person. And in the walking meditation, cultivate metta for all living beings. Cultivating metta for all beings, again, for the first half of the time, do it for all beings here in the compound of the monastery, and then second, for all beings anywhere. so do not cultivate metaphor for other people uh, for the time being. So later on, when the meta has become even stronger, deeper, then uh, you will be instructed for other people to take. So the instructions on taking other persons, you will get them in the interviews. So this is enough. Today, after lunch, about 12 o'clock, Zayadol needs to go to the south of Burma to a place called Ma'u Bing. He will deliver a Dhamma talk tonight. And tomorrow evening, tomorrow night, maybe seven, eight o'clock, Sayoto will be back. (laughs) So, Sayoto is invited to go to that town to deliver a Dhamma talk uh, every year. So, the Dhamma talks, you know, will take place as scheduled at 1:30 today tomorrow.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So, is everything okay? All right. any difficulties? Yes, somebody has taken care of that. (laughs) So it's fixed. And anyway, you know, when you come into the meditation hall and when you leave please try to be as quiet as possible. And likewise, you know, in your kuti, and opening and closing the door as quiet as possible. And Sayadaw had said, you know, no difficulties, so please feel at home. Uh, Feel like you are at home and cultivate metta. Uh-huh.
1: Well,
0: Saito says, uh Oh, to a yogi house. Oh, see, I come up here to oh, amiodme. The amiodme be ye amala. No, me him amiodme peepee. Amiodme peepee ye na endala. All says, women should take a female person. Men should take men, male persons.
1: Yeah. Can
0: you take a person that's already gone or just died?
1: Some twari po go you in the
0: No, you should not take a person who has died, it should be a living person. So Sayadaw will explain about this topic in a later talk. Sato, Sato, sadhu, sadhu Thank you for listening.
1: To learn how you can support the teachers and Dharma Seed, please visit dharmaseed.org slash donate.